Wait, wait, wait. Stop, stop, stop. I promise you we will resume the intro in like literally a minute. But here's the deal. This is a video podcast, so we really appreciate you listening to this podcast. But you can also see this podcast by going to the Spotify app, clicking on this uh, this episode, and then like turning your phone sideways, and then you can watch it, and you can see all of the the shenanigans that happen behind the scenes with me and the masked hope. Also, you're probably wondering why I look like this. Don't give me shit about this. I was bitten by an irradiated NES system when I was seven years old. Okay, and it's it's created. A, also, the entire room was okay. Don't give a shit about it. It's the reason I don't do a face reveal on TikTok. But I promise the rest of the folks on this podcast do not have that same affliction. It's just me. All right. We had a, it was a bad Wednesday. We do ask that you disregard any dates. Okay. Because this was recorded. I'm not going to peel back the curtain too much, but let's just say it wasn't this week. So there are going to be some things that are said that won't make the most sense. But the number one nonsensical thing that you will hear is that the masked hope is the current champion. And that's not true at all because I am hashtag and new reigning, defending, undisputed world heavyweight champion. Sir Blackston. Okay. Okay, okay, hold off on the fireworks, okay? That's me, okay? I happen to be your current champion. You're going to hear that Mass Hope is the champion. Just disregard it. Don't worry about it. Also, we've got a great guest, Just Jay. I think we may have already mentioned this. He's training to be a professional wrestler alongside the Mass Hope at Three Legacies Wrestling. You guys probably saw him on the Mass Hope's TikTok a few weeks ago. I'm going to shut up now. There's been a lot going on. Who would you like to see here eventually? Who would you like to see here as a guest on Raw Impact Radio with us? Leave it as a comment on TikTok. Put it here on Spotify. I'm out. Please resume the intro, madam. Raw Impact Radio. Let's go! With Sir Blackston and the Masked Hope. Raw Impact Radio, I am your former world heavyweight champion. I, I've, I've just accepted it. I've just grown to accept it. Uh, it I, that's just who I am now, Sir Blackston. And in the upper right-hand corner, just cheesing like crazy. You should have seen his, the, the grin on his face as he gets to gloat about the fact that I'm no longer champion, still not giving me complete eye contact, is your current reigning and defending world heavyweight, I'm sorry, undisputed world heavyweight <laughs> yeah, champion, the Masked hope. It, it makes make sure you get it right. You got to get the undisputed in there because it, it has not been disputed since I've won. So, like, it, it's definitely worth every champion. Okay, you know? the, the way that Cody won was kind of questionable, but I will allow it. Uh, <laughs> And you may notice if you're joining us on video, which you shouldn't be because this is just a test video podcast. But if you'll notice to the to the bottom of the screen, we've got a brother who's in training, a brother who has done something that I have only dreamed of doing when he just completely annihilated and pinned the masked hope. And that man is brother Jay of Three Legacies Wrestling. Jay, welcome to Raw Impact Radio. Hey, hey, hey I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be here. Um, it's an honor, truly. Man, the honor is all ours, man. You're actually you're our first guest. Uh, we you're our first official guest here on the podcast. Um, and uh, and I'm just glad that you're able to join us. Of course, this here was um this this was brought to us by the Masked Hope, who who is your who is your training mate, and uh and and you you whooped his ass a few weeks back. Tell me about that experience. Oh my gosh! So first off, let's just get the genesis of where all this started. You know, all of a sudden, you know, he for some reason wanted to talk bad on the name Ring of Honor. And as a Ring of Honor fan since day number one, I had I couldn't let that happen. I agree. So, you know, he said his words about Ring of Honor, and I decided, you know what? I'm going to beat him up. 
first of all, why is this the first question? Well, we gotta, <laughs> look, this, this is what the people want. This is how the people were introduced to Jay. <laughs> that is true. That is true. The the wonderful Jay here. Um, you know, and then, you know, he kept talking about Ring of Honor, so I kept beating him up mm. over and over and over again. So this again. is a pattern of ass whoopings is what you're telling me. Exactly. Have you ever heard of the guy that won the lottery and then he was on the news and, and they to like pretend to scratch off another ticket and he won the lottery again? Mm. That's exactly what this is. He, he like keeps winning the lottery somehow. I'm gonna get him next time though. He ain't winning the lottery three times in a row. This is crazy. Oh man, mm, I don't know about that. You have to take care of you real quick. Uh, okay, all right. <laughs> oh man, but, Jay, man, I do. Uh, you know, all jokes aside, um, I, I do want to thank you for for being on, man. And I, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about your journey and how why you decided to get into pro wrestling and kind of how it's affected you know your life and you know the sort of changes that it's it's, it's helped out in you. Um, so first off, man, obviously every pro wrestler that I know who's in training. Their story is that they were a pro wrestling fan as a youngster. Is that that's pretty much the case, right? Most definitely, yes. I've been a fan like literally since day one. And mm. at like every fan, they normally have like the rest period of where they're like step away for a little bit and then they'll become a fan again. I've never had that yet at all. I've right. always been a professional wrestling fan and that's always what I wanted to do with my life. So yeah. Now, it's, there's a big difference in, you know, being a fan and I love watching this and, you know, I've, I've made all these memories and everything. But to take it to the next level and say, this is something that now I want to do like this. I, I want this to be my profession. I'm that passionate about it. Like, how did you get to that point? Like, what was the spark that got you there? Really, that's been like. Since I started watching, that's always been what I've wanted to do. And even though like stuff here and there will like distract me from that road i've always wrestling was the main road that i wanted to go on there was no if ands or buts there was no maybe i'll do this maybe i'll do that it was always professional wrestling with me um so i i don't really know where like all all started so i the best thing would be to just say that yeah it would it was a day one thing there was no other option what what motivates you to be a professional wrestler? Um, I guess more so what motivates me is just the opportunity. Knowing that it's a different field than, say, if I wanted to be like a major singer-songwriter, um, like someone in politics, a scientist, whatever it is, just that like adventurous part because it's not always a hundred percent on what's going to happen with professional wrestling. There's always those if, ands or buts. And I guess that's really what excites me more. There's more risk involved in it. Mm. I've, I've interviewed like four or five wrestlers in training about their training. And there's always like one performer in particular that stuck with them. I know I hear Shawn Michaels a lot, Eddie Guerrero. Who, who was the one performer that like kind of sparked it in you? Oh, oh, that's a difficult one. That that's a difficult one. Um, the obvious one would, of course, be the Shawn Michaels. Like Shawn Michaels has had a big impact on who I am. Um, but if I have to go towards who, like I look up to, that are like still going on. Although he took like a break off 
for a little bit due to injury. Um, Ketsuyor Shibata is like mm. a big, like one day I want to meet that man. Cause he is a huge inspiration to me. His whole story, the way that he's come back now, healthier, uh, and like at literally everything that has to do with Shibata. I love. Mm. I grew up watching WWE, WWF, and that was like kind of my wheelhouse, but it sounds like you are like well-versed and like other, like not just the WWE or AEW, like you are appreciative of all wrestling all around. Uh, how did, how did that, how did that come about? Cause there's so much WWE. Like, how did you find all of the other, how did you sort of become a fan of, of external wrestling? So I was, of course I was the w, uh, a WWE fan first. The thing that made me like well-versed in other wrestling companies all had all to do with the fact that we have money like that growing up. Mm. So I couldn't get cable like that to watch WWE on a constant basis. Um, the time that I became a real fan of ring of honor was the time where they were on, I believe it was the CW channel. Um, and seeing as I had an antenna TV, perfect. That's like the only form of wrestling I watched for like three years straight before they decided to get cable again. Uh, so that's when I got introduced to uh, Kevin Steen, Generico, um, and all of them, yeah. Bro, that's awesome. Let me tell you, I didn't have cable as a youngster growing up either. I would love to just grow up in this time period right now where you can literally watch Raw on your TikTok if you wanted to. Like, you could sit there and watch entire events. Meanwhile, me, like back in the day, I had to wait until they showed the still pictures on Superstars and they would kind of give like a recap of what happened. Um, man, so have you debuted yet? Uh, no, not yet. Okay. Uh, when you debut, like what, what are you looking for out of a debut? Like how, how do you know that your debut is successful? Acceptance. Mm. That's really the main thing that I have and not so much acceptance in like everyone accepting me. It's more of acceptance in myself. Mm. That's how I know that all of this hard work that I've done is truly paying off when I can finally like accept myself <laughs> Yeah, um, because like insecurities and stuff like that, that's a big part of me. So going out and for a debut match to be able to accept myself and say, hey, Jay, I am now a professional wrestler, that that it's in itself is all that I'm really looking for. What 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 inspires your move set? Because uh, just seeing you in training, you got you got an incredible move set. I feel like when you make your in-ring debut, it's going to be amazing. Uh, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so my moveset is more inspired by it's, it's high, it's high offense. It's guys like, um, there's a couple of Eddie spots in there. There's a couple of, um, comedy spots. Like in terms of comedy, I'd look to like Colt Cabana. So like uh, stuff that he does, I try to incorporate into my moveset. Um, Shoot, you saw my finisher when I hit you with it. Uh, it's uh, the frog splash, but not just anyone. It's the D'Lo frog splash because D'Lo, literally, I, in my opinion, he has the best frog splash out of anyone that has ever done the frog splash. And just the fact that I can do that and pay homage to him is really great. Plus, he's like one of the most underrated wrestlers of all time. So, Euro is a continental champion. You're, uh, you're, is- he was the champion of Europea. I still call it Europea just because of D'Lo Brown. <laughs> before 
before Kurt Angle, right? right? He was <laughs> before the Kurt Angle, and they never European. recognized it. Oh, give, him, give, give him his flowers, man. For real. Exactly. Exactly. So I know you were talking about acceptance, um, like self-acceptance and all. How has just like because when I did see you sparring with Hope, um, I, I, just, I just noticed like there's like a confidence about you. How has your training so far? How has it helped out with your your self-acceptance? Oh, geez. Um, so <laughs> that confidence. <laughs> and there's a long story about my confidence and stuff like that, because even uh, my my trainer, Ricardo Rodriguez, will tell you when I first met him. I'm over here like fanboying, like shaking, shaking his hand. Like I'm over here nonstop going, oh my God, oh, it's, it's you. And like stuff like that. Um, so it's wrestling has really taught me like confidence in myself and my body. Cause that me and how I look at my body was like a huge um, thing that would stop me from doing a lot of things for the longest I didn't even wear shorts because mm. of how I viewed my body. And with professional wrestling, I mean, I'm like wearing shorts now and this, that, and the third. And I'm like, it, it seems like I'm like getting more confident in myself. Uh, talking wise, I still have a long way to go, obviously, but uh, it's little steps here and there that uh, this training has helped me realize about myself. I think you're on your way in terms of talking. I heard the promo you cut on the mass hope at the top of the show. So I, I, I think you're on your way. You're headed, you're not, not quite Dominic territory. You're on your way though. You're headed there. <laughs> Let me ask you specifically about three legacies. First off, how'd you find out about three legacies? Uh, so one of my friends, um, I used to work at Best Buy. One of, and one of my friends there, uh, was like in independent wrestling. Uh, he done a couple of like, video work for like beyond wrestling and stuff like that. And when I was telling him that I was going to go train to be a wrestler, he was like helping me look for schools and stuff like that. The original plan was I was actually going to go to Florida and find something over there. Cause there's not, there's literally nothing here in terms of professional wrestling where I am. And then I got lucky uh, with Ricardo Rodriguez Um and he just so happened to open up Three Legacies Wrestling in my area. So I was like, it's now or never. Might as well do it. Yeah, I 100% agree with you on that. Uh, there isn't much for wrestling in the area. And wh when I found out Ricardo was in the area as well, I'm like, oh, snap. Let me go try get an interview. And he was down. And the environment there is so great for <laughs> for those that are not aware of three legacies it, it's a very positive environment very motivating while you're in the ring everybody's like yeah okay you got this come you hit that move do do this do that it's like every, everybody motivates you to be better and i, I love that so much hey, i hope your your story is because you came in as like you were just interviewing the guy and now you're a student <laughs> like what the heck? <laughs> right it was, it, it was awesome man i i couldn't i couldn't just walk away i was like I could come back next week, right? I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> all right, all right, I'll bet I'll be back. Uh, now we can't get rid of them. Oh, <laughs> Three legacies is definitely um, it's it's an accepting place. We're definitely a strong believer of um, taking people with us. We don't want just one person to succeed. We want everybody to succeed, and I feel like that's really why Three Legacies is shaping up the way that it is. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I am 100% honored and happy that I am a part of it. 
How long how long have you been training? I started January 1st of this year. Really? Yeah, I have started January 1st of this year. Uh quite literally, I texted him like December yeah, in December I texted him on New Year's Eve right before it was New Year's. <laughs> right. And then he responded when it was New Year's. And that's when I was like, all right, I'll just go later today then. Fire. So so you haven't debuted yet. Who's your dream debut match? Like, if you could pick anyone in the world to debut against, who are you debuting against? Oh, jeez. Um, besides, like, you know, the Shibata one near near and dear to my heart. Um, the, the field right now where I am, um, uh, Bro Keller mm. and Mantequilla are, like, two guys like if you don't know who they are check them out their work is amazing mantikia i believe he is the uh current house of glory i believe it's the cruiserweight championship i could be mistaken on the actual name of it but he is incredible his work is incredible and same with bro keller they've never had a bad match in three legacies they have put on like match of the night after match of the night so i, I said that to him as well uh after the most after the most recent one, I think it was a triple threat with but uh Bokella and Mantakia. Uh, I can't remember who the other guy was, but it was awesome. It was it was the main event. It, it was just a banger the whole time. I'm a huge fan of Mantakia right now. Like after seeing him wrestle, like, bro, you're awesome, man. Yeah, and if you look back on the tapes of Three Legacies on the uh premier streaming network, uh Mantakia versus Smiley. I love that match so much. It might be my favorite match that uh, uh, three legacies had book just because it had the perfect mix of athleticism, comedy, storytelling. It was amazing. And even going into the the triple threat that you were talking about, the third guy, Facade, another incredible uh, yeah. love to get in the ring with. All of their like energies are so high, and there's like no downside to their energy. They don't get tired, mm. and I don't get it. <laughs> And I just want to wrestle them and, and see it for myself, feel it for myself. So let me ask you, like, cause, because I, what I'm hearing a lot about, like, um, sort of the the end ring and the development of of you as a as a wrestler uh, with Three Legacies. Ha, have you given any thought to like a character? Like, what what kind of character do you want to portray? You're obviously a heel. No, just, uh, this guy here, complete baby. <laughs> fa- you know what? I can't. The mass there's bias. There's bias. Obviously. First off, you know? All right. First off, Hope, I am a big believer of I'm not putting up a mask. I'm going to be 100% I am. Mm. All right. Everything that I do, like, I'm, I'm me. So what am I? I'm a guy that loves professional wrestling. Guy that loves anime. I'm a guy that you know, watches Power Rangers and dresses up on a normal, on like a normal day-to-day occasion. You've seen uh, me dress up, Hope. You've seen me be a Power Ranger. So, like, I don't want... Make your own costume and stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. And I don't want to, like, stray away from it. I don't want to put up an image to everybody that isn't true. I want them to see me for me, so that gives them inspiration and hope. And they might look at me and be like, hey, he looks just like me and he loves the things that I love. And look at him succeeding. I, I, I feel like I can succeed as well. And that's what I want at the end of the day. Um, so, like I said, with me being a big 
I'm big and passionate about professional wrestling. If somebody, you know, decides to make TikToks dissing professional wrestling, of course I have to respond because it's, it's, it's important to me. I can't just have you down a play like Ring of Honor. I can't have you downplay CM Punk. I can't have you downplay everything that you have talked bad about oh, yeah. so far. So it's kind of like a like a we're not going to like an f around and find out sort of situation for certain people. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Exactly. Has anyone no, f yeah, around? Like, has that happened at all? Has anyone f around and found out maybe by a, a you know frog splash or anything like that? Anyone? Um, there was this one. Nope. For a living, uh, <laughs> with crappy takes. Um, I think they went by like the the mask or something. Ah, that guy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, that that's how it's gonna be. Okay. <laughs> I see it's two heels in a face right now. Okay. How are we, no, bro? We're we're defending pro wrestling. Face. I'm about hey. to put two heels in your face. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm rubbing off on them. Oh, this is terrible. You are. You are. As I said it, I was like, this is something black so tight. This is exactly This is terrible. God. The world does not need another. Oh man. So let me ask you also, because th- this is this is something that I've I've noticed a lot just talking to other folks. Has training in wrestling changed the way that you enjoy the product? Like, are there now things that you look for when you're watching wrestling? You're like, you maybe wouldn't have looked at maybe a year or so ago, but you see now. Um, a big reason for why wrestlers do what they do, you know, what, when you're watching it versus actually doing it, like when you're watching it, it's like, oh, why did they do that? What, what made them want to do that? And then when you're actually in that, understand fully like, oh, this is why so-and-so did this. This is why they might've done that. And it's like, okay, it was real eye-opening for me to now understand on the wrestler side, why they do what they do. Yeah, I hope that was a no, clear enough answer. That makes a lot of sense, actually. It <laughs> makes a whole lot of sense. I, I've been realizing as we've been talking, I'm like, am I throwing like clear answers around or Abs- am I just like... Have you listened you know? to the podcast? This is probably the <laughs> least derailment that we've experienced over the, the life of the podcast. <laughs> There's usually an oil spill somewhere by now. Um, <laughs> There's usually a hazmat team coming trying to clean something up. Seriously. It, 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 goes, it goes out of control. So listen, all right. I, I know we asked about the debut match, and I, you know that's it's great for a debut. Um, but let's say uh, you're, you're, you're you've won the rumble, you're main eventing WrestleMania, and you get to choose your opponent, man. Literally anyone, not just now, in the past, whenever. You're main eventing WrestleMania. You are the guy. F Cody Rhodes. He's gone now. You're the guy. Sorry. It's you. It's Jay. Jay, tell me, tell me who you got, man. Who you main eventing oh. against? Oh gosh, you can't put me on the spot like that. Um, <laughs> okay, so I know I've been saying like Shawn Michaels, Shibata. Um, I also like guys like Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle is another guy that I love. RVD is another guy that I love. Um, but I'm not going to go for Kurt. I'm going to go for the next Kurt in my eyes. I this might be a what the heck moment. But Chad game. I get it. I get it. No, I understand. I I get it. I'm here what? for it. I'm here for I it. Mean, I I I kind of understand. He has the potential to be the next Kurt Angle, but you know they're not treating him like that. We said this on the podcast. Like, um, 
they need to treat him better. And, and Kurt Angle wants to manage him. And I think he needs to get away from Otis. That's the first thing. They're, they're leaning too much into comedy stuff for him. And it's not going to go well for him. It's not, they're not going to put him in the main event being so leaning so hard towards comedy. Well, right. that's also another reason why I chose Chad Gable, because obviously Kurt Angle and Shawn Michaels, like, yes, anything they touch is gold. Kurt Angle and Shawn Michaels. And if I were to choose any of them, it would be like a, all right, it was great. Um, you know, another insert Kurt match, another insert Sean match, you know, whereas Chad Gable, although he's an incredible professional wrestler, he doesn't have that point yet. And it's like, a why do this when you can go with them? And in my eyes, I see Chad Gable as that Kurt that they don't want to, you know, right. be Kurt. <laughs> I feel like he's another guy that will, that can put on amazing matches if he's given the chance. So that's why I would have chose uh, Chad Gable. True, I would have even chose Tyson Kidd. Mm. As much as everyone's probably listening to this and it's like a, what? It's just those guys that haven't been given a chance that should have a chance. I would rather wrestle them than the guys that already had that chance. So basically what you're saying is instead of going against a legend that is already established, you want to establish something for yourself, is what I'm hearing you say. Yeah, for the most part. Uh, I thought you were really going to go and just start dissing me out of nowhere, but okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it to a minimum because, you know, I'll, I'll just kick your ass at, at Sunday <laughs> when we go, you know. Oh, Lord, here we go again. But, but, a, but I, th I think that a great, a big piece of wrestling is seeing what someone is and then recognizing what they could be or who they could be. And I think that's what we do on a regular basis. That's why I say that Jay should main event at SummerSlam because I see what it could be versus what it is. It's sort of the same thing in Dominic. I, I think that's just kind of, as wrestling fans, that's what we tend to do. Oh, Dominic, I'm, I'm ready for a title run with Dominic. I feel like, I feel like it's time, like regardless of what anybody else thinks. And I don't mean... I don't mean like a tag title run. Get him. Honestly, in my perfect booking, I would have him cheat to beat Gunther. Just because he already, he already has that heat. And then you add the nobody wants Gunther to lose heat and Megastar right there. Now, I'll tell you what. Uh, Masto probably would have bought you like lunch or something like that if you would have said Austin Theory because he really wants that U.S. title <laughs> off of Austin Theory. He'll, he'll he, he would fund you to whoop Austin Theory's ass if he could. <laughs> Trust me, he really wants it off of him. I would get money in the bank, give it to you to cash in to beat Austin Theory for that title. Please, somebody help me help my dreams come true of Austin Theory losing the this title. Boyhood dream of the Masto is for Austin Theory to lose that championship. <laughs> I need it to happen. I mean, I think Austin Theory's doing great. I mean, obviously, seeing as Hope hates his guts, he's doing his job. Like, if Hope dislikes him this much, doing something right. Yeah. But I wouldn't have Dom beat Austin. What does he gain from beating Austin Theory versus Gunther, who's beloved and has this reign with him? Honestly, the person I would have beat Austin Theory would be Chad Gable or Montez. Those okay. two are my main running, like, who I want to be U.S. champions. I mean, of course, Bronson Reed might be the guy from what it looks like. 
um, once his program with Lashley finishes. But in my heart, I would rather have Chad Gable or Montez. I'd be here for either one of those. Yeah, same. Hope's like it doesn't I mean, matter to me. I would, I, I would be down with a horn. He swaggle. can face the manager. He can face his manager. And <laughs> <laughs> Hope would be like, I'm down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hope. So, what if like CM Punk came back and like be Austin Theory? Then would you be against? Oh man, yeah. How would you? What would happen there? Yeah, yeah. How would you feel? Double disqualification. <laughs> titles vacated. <laughs> you know what's messed yeah, up is that I'm afraid of how quickly you thought of that because I feel like you you've already had this in the works. <laughs> I have a I have a notebook of scenarios of Austin Theory losing the title, and there's there's so many different situations. I don't think you could catch me off guard because because I just in my spare time I just write down ways of Austin Theory losing the title <laughs> for my for my personal happiness. That is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, I got you. All right, say in some alternate universe, uh, WWE gets bought by AEW and the U.S. title goes to Ring of Honor. How do you feel then? How do I feel about Austin? Austin Theory obviously wouldn't have it. No, no, no. He would still have it. He would still have it in Ring of Honor. Oh, this is wonderful. Well, good. Then it, nobody's going to see it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> wow. Talking about, you're dissing the That's good name of Ring of Honor. Hate. You're dissing the good name of Ring of Honor, and it doesn't deserve that. Wow. It, it, puts, it puts an amazing match. Shibata kicked the head off of Christopher Daniels not too long ago, and it was entertaining. Listen, I know there's great matches going on, because Penta's down there. Penta's one of my favorites. It's just that nobody's seeing it. It's on Honor Club. Who, who's got Honor Club, honestly? Mm. Who wants Honor Club? It's not that nobody's seeing it. It's that you're not seeing it. If you're seeing it, nobody's seeing it. You sure? Because <laughs> they're obviously doing good numbers if they're still doing Ring of Honor. You don't do something on a completely new stream. I mean, I guess it's not new, but you don't do something on a streaming service that is failing. You're not going to keep putting out episodes if it's failing. So obviously it has its audience. Well, see, business-wise, you got to test the waters and you got to keep it going past the point of failure just to see if it picks back up again. So I'll give it a year. If this still exists in a year, I'd say, all right, maybe they're doing something. Sir Blackston. Oh, mother Moss. The Masked Hope. What was the point of the character change if you're just going to lose? Welcome back to Raw Impact Radio. All right, can I can I confess that I know nothing about anime? You disappoint me in every way, shape, or form. Well, hey, listen, it happens. Now it's not just my mom that's disappointed like that. Now there's someone else in the world that's disappointed like that. You're I was in good company, bro. I might have to switch sides because I heard somebody doesn't like the big baby daddy. All right, and I can't, I can't have that. First off, in 2023. And it's 2023, right? We're all on the same page about the year. Big yeah, yeah. bad booty daddy, bro, bro. The it's 2023. You've been canceled fine. like six times by just calling yourself that. You're immediately canceled. <laughs> Goodbye. Hey, how's it going? I'm big bad booty daddy. Bye. You're gone. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm dying. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's disrespectful in itself <laughs> uh, 
Good friends, better enemies, man. Come on. Good friends, better enemies. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> I don't know why you're hating on Scott Steiner like that. But I'm not hating yeah, on him. It's just that, you know, he didn't say Scott Steiner. He didn't say Big Papa Pump. He said Big Bad Booty Daddy. I completely forgot about that nickname. He is the Big Bad Booty Daddy. Big Papa Pump. Chill, bro. I'm not trying to get. I'm not trying to get the podcast removed from Spotify. <laughs> I'm so we sorry. Need I these. forgot about that. We need it to work. <laughs> Damn it, Roto Rooter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Why don't you watch anime, man? It's great. I, honestly, uh, so I used to watch back when it was called Japanimation. Old as hell. We already talked about it. I'm very old. Um, it used to be called Japanimation, and it used to come on the Family oh. Channel. Um, oh, your AARP is going to the roof. What'd you say? Your AARP is going to the roof. Wow. Thanks so much. Yeah. Oh, what's that on the ground? Is that my self-esteem? That's great. No. <laughs> No, but, no, but all right. So it used to be called uh, Japan Animation. It was, it was like, uh, it was just a different style of animation. I grew up a lot on, I grew up on, you know, traditional X Men and all of that good stuff. Um, and I think that it was just too much of an adjustment to. Uh, I used to watch Dragon Ball Z. That's my joint. I will watch Dragon Ball Z in a heartbeat. That I'll sit down and I watch like entire seasons of Dragon Ball Z. Um, I, you look, you look disappointed. Like what? Why? Why do you look disappointed? What? That's pretty much where we all got started, though. It's Dragon Ball Z. That's where we got introduced to anime. But see, once they introduced GT, I was like, bro, it's not even on the same channel. And like Jay, I didn't have cable, so it was on a different... I-, I wasn't able to get into it. By that point, you know, I- Beast Wars was out. So it was... Like- <laughs> what? <laughs> it was too many different things to follow. <laughs> I- he looks like a disappointed, like, damn, I just found out... <laughs> Yeah, he lost all confidence. <laughs> it's like dude, you were rolling. I have a strong hatred for Dragon Ball Z. Really strong hatred. Why? I. It's too. Like, it's too much. Hmm. I'm a big. I'm a big like storytelling guy. I love storytelling. When your storytelling consists of fifty percent punch. 50% ah then it's like it's not really you know it's not interesting times were a lot different back then you your attention span you weren't completely disappointed if someone spent 30 minutes powering up a spirit bomb which is literally like I've seen entire episodes where Goku is just right. charging his damn thing up and you're like, man, are you going to hit at any point? That- no, next week. Well, talk bad on a spirit bomb because that's my whole thing. I, I feed off the energy of the crowd and mm. form a spirit bomb. But ah. so I want is that, is that the name of your, is that going to be the name of your finish? Or does someone so already I have spirit do- bomb? I can't name it the spirit bomb because that's Keith Lee's John. All right, so Keith Lee does have that. Yeah, Man, you can take out Keith Lee. I mean, you if you can it. take out the mass tool, but Keith Keith Lee can't be too far behind. Come on, bro. Just personally attack me. You no, can't. No, dude, I'm saying you're why on the same. I, why am I catching strays? Like this is it's just <laughs> pow, pow. And I'm like, uh, uh, uh. They're like on different pedestals. Like I beat Mass Hope. That means like I can beat like Porn Swoggle maybe or. Or like, <laughs> think too high up there for hope. <laughs> but like, oh my gosh! I, and I, I get all think, of the flack for being a heel. I, I'm a nice person. You I gotta just, make sure our next next guest is a face. It's a, so I don't I don't get ganged upon like this. This is ridiculous. 
I like COVID TikTok was everything to me. So I'd watch the that's like in my head, I'm kind of geeking out right now mm. because I am doing a podcast with two people that I have spent time watching over COVID because that was all my feed was, was wrestling news, wrestling news, wrestling news. Wow. And then there's hope here with this green screen work. And then there's this other guy that, you know, just records this TV asking questions. And I'm like, oh, I, I love this. <laughs> like, I like watching this. So like I'm fanboying in my head while talking to you guys. And that's what upsets me the most about bullying hope so much oh man is well, I, don't, I, I don't bully you because it's just too easy you know uh-huh uh-huh if it was just too easy you would have won all right so we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're, let's let's settle this portion of it right I, now i i, I may have we're, lost where's my rank, stopwatch nope we're doing the hearts it. of the audience because this this is going to happen one day in class anyway right you guys are you guys have promo day right <laughs> <laughs> you guys have promo yeah. day yeah i feel like we should we should have you guys cut like 60 second promos on the other all right yeah, resetting go. who's going first yeah he's giving you all kinds of ammo man it should be really easy for you jay i mean he's giving you all sorts of ammo today <laughs> it's cool when it's like i'm taught but when i put get put on the spot it's just like so, so he's uh, gonna look pretty much what he's saying you know it's okay you know don't forget, I'm reigning, defending, undisputed champion. I, I, I know that scares you a little bit, but it, it's all right. You know. This is the point where John, John Cena says to Roman Reigns, it's called a promo, kid, or whatever it is that he <laughs> said to him. And Roman Reigns, he floundered in that moment, but I have confidence in you, Jay. All right, I have confidence <laughs> in you. You will not <laughs> flounder. You are not Austin Theory. You will flounder. Monday night will be amazing for you. No, I'll be honest. I'm going to sit there just like Roman Reigns, just that pat there, just look, uh, uh, he was uh, like, if uh, I look hard enough in this thing, the camera's going to cut off. Like, it was terrible. At, at some point, I'll lose connection on this time. Maybe they'll forget he said I don't that. Know what happened? <laughs> all right, so you ready? Oh, uh, uh, all right, all right. Let's take it down to thirty seconds. All right, we'll take it down to thirty. All right, yeah, cool. All right. Yeah, I'm killing me. Count it down in three, two, one. Yeah, now we're doing countdowns. All right. uh, no, or you can just jump into it, and I'll just press start whenever you go. All right, all right. Um, hmm. Okay. All right. You cut live promos on me, so you should, you should, you should already got I'm, this. It's, you know what? You're right. You're right. All right. <laughs> you know, I'm really tired of people talking bad on professional wrestling because growing up, that is all I surrounded myself with was professional wrestling. This professional wrestling that. No matter how bad it was, um, no matter what was going on. I always saw the positive professional wrestling. So it pisses me off when guys decide to go on TikTok of all things and this a sport that they have never participated in. They have never put blood, sweat and tears into it, but yet they have the nerve to talk about professional wrestling. And that is where my problem with hope lies. He has a big mouth talking all of this about professional wrestling, but when he's in the ring, he fails every single time. So how about instead of talking bad on professional wrestling, you should, I don't know, put down the camera and enter the ring and actually get a clue because it's a different world than TikTok. All right. It's a different world than all this social media buzz that you're getting. All right. This is professional wrestling. And no matter what goes on, it's always going to be professional wrestling. 
I can't say the same for you. That's all I can say. Wow. No, that was wow. That was that was that was great. That was excellent. That I don't how do you even follow that for real for for a second I thought you were talking about me, but not no no no. It's great. Loved it. <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> great work. Great work. Uh, uh Hope, man, what's your rebuttal? He just called you out. He said you're a fake fan or something like that. I've... <laughs> I don't even know what I said. <laughs> what you what you got? All right, I, I got. Let me get ready. <laughs> yeah. Three, two, one. The mass hope is not just some guy looking from the outside watching professional wrestling. The mass hope is an athlete. The mass hope was a basketball player in high school, was a boxer in high school, did basketball. Backyard wrestling in high school. I've put myself through tables. I've jumped off of ladders. I've been wrestling, son. So when you talk about the mass hope, not knowing what he's talking about, the mass hope has been a student of the game for a while. There's a reason that I'm the reigning, defending, undisputed world heavyweight champion at the moment. And just Jay just got fluke victories. So I will tell you, Jess Jay, when we face off again in a legitimate sanctioned match by three legacies wrestling, the mass hope will have you down. The mass hope will hit the Vader bomb. And just for a little extra flair, the mass hope is going to hit you with a kendo stick and then pin you for the one, two, three. <laughs> oh man yo I've, i feel like we started a real feud here today i really you know i appreciate that i feel like i feel like this could be a program that carries three legacies wrestling for the next 10 20 months i i love it man <laughs> no that was great work from the both of you man that's 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 a talent that i wish that i had man it's, it's great it's incredible me too i wish i had that talent too <laughs> dude you had me you had me fool man that thing was great Oh, yeah, Yarks was awesome, man. I'm yeah. like, oh, I, I don't know if I could get it. I was getting a little goosebumps. Like, what? what? This dude was spitting some hot fire right now. Nah, uh, yours was great. I, I genuinely was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, oh, better soon. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, what was I saying? Yeah, yours was, yours was great. I, I was saying, like, oh, crap. I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble now. <laughs> That's fire, man. So, look, I don't, I know you, you probably got stuff that you got to take care of. Um, uh, do, do you have anything that you want to plug, man? Let people know where they can find you. Where's your social media? All of the, all of the fun stuff. All right. Yeah. Uh, currently, I, I am only on TikTok and Instagram. If you see anything on Twitter that is not me, it's probably an account that I accidentally made and forgot the password to. But <laughs> you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Taking Liberties 353. Um, Three Legacies Wrestling has a show May 19th, Brightside uh, Church. I highly suggest to each and every one of you to go check it out. I highly do. We don't play around. It's amazing matches all through and through. Um, like some of my best friends that I train with will be there um, having their second match. Mm. And it's it's all around a great community. And I I hope that I can see a bunch of you there. Awesome. Awesome. Hope, man, I know you got stuff. But I hope we got. let see if we got another ten uh, minutes. You know, he's got so much going on. He got the hotline. Go on, hope. It's all you. It's all you. It's all you. 
I'm the Mass Hope. Follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Make sure you check out Three Legacies where I saw Ricardo Rodriguez promotion. Yeah, it's it's a good time, always a good show. And uh yeah, thank you, Jess J for being on. We really appreciate you being our first guest. It was an awesome interview. I had fun. Very much so. I mean, th- yeah, again, I didn't even think, geez, how unprofessional. You should have called me out on my unprofessionalisms, which you should have done. <laughs> Thanks very much for uh, for being our first guest, man. Just like Hope said. Um, and you you just set something off, man. You've just set a precedent. Every guest after you needs to be at least as interesting and fun and exciting as you were. Seriously. Like you, you did. Hit him harder. Hit him harder. He deserves it. <laughs> no seriously I, i'm like I'm, I'm looking for like some really great stuff from you i can just tell just from this conversation that you're going to go very far you've got a great attitude and your work ethic is on point you've already gotten victories over my co-host i think that uh i think you're you're headed in the right direction <laughs> what well, i'm just saying i'm just stating facts you know what i mean we can't we can't we're not gonna lie that's not what we do here unsanctioned so so they're not officially on the record books unsanctioned but if you beat a person in the middle of a street did you beat him? Yes. Mm. It doesn't matter whether or not it was sanctioned. Sanctions don't count. I see what you, he's right. Stream just ended. Oh. <laughs> what? Oh, what? Oh, it's breaking up. Wow. Terrible. Wow. Honestly, Terrible. it's been an oh, it's been an honor to be on the podcast. Like I said, I was watching both of y'all content on on TikTok during quarantine, during the most depressed uh, portion of my life. Cause that quarantine took a lot out of me yeah. um, and yeah. content from you guys. It, it genuinely put a smile on my face and it's an honor to be there. I know I rag on hope on a constant basis, but hope you are like a shining bright uh, part of my Sundays. I love uh, you when I see you, but at the same time, I also just love your energy and love having you uh, there every Sunday. And it means a lot to me that, y'all considered me to be one of your first guests you're gonna make him cry too like i made him cry by beating him at wrestlemania you're gonna make him cry by you know blowing his head up it's great this is this is wonderful this is wonderful one thing though we got to take that title off of him yeah oh it's, it's coming it is on its take, way please take I, that I smell some heel tactics some cheating coming by you know i i'm, I'm gonna have to get some backup you know you, you see both of my hands i don't cheat that's what i'm saying i always I'm, I'm a baby phase. I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> what? I, I'm Sir Blackson. Of course, you can follow me at Sir Blackson just about everywhere. Um, and we're out. Thanks again to our guest. Peace. 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 Thanks for checking out Raw Impact Radio. Follow us on social media at Raw Impact Radio. Available wherever you listen to podcasts.